Hello and welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with the indicas.com. My name is Abhishek and in this issue Forbes India features uh, the 2017 list of super 50 companies. So you have companies like 3M, India, Adani, Ajanta Pharma, Asian Paints, Aisha Motors and a host of others. These are the firms that have beaten the stock markets, grown consistently and are profitable. And meanwhile in the cover story we have a very pressing subject is that of cyber security. And joining me on the call is the very familiar voice now of Avik Datta. Welcome back Avik. Hi Abhishek, thank you. Always want to talk to you. Let's let's start with your with your cover. The most startling bit uh, from the story that you've written is this. According to the Global Cyber Security Index, India ranks 23rd out of the 193 countries in the world when it comes to cyber security. So we do better than China, Korea, Spain and Germany. Now that's quite impressive, isn't it? You're right. India does rank about 23rd in this global list of countries, but that only means that we are a maturing country when it comes to being aware of what cybersecurity risks are all about uh, that does not necessarily mean that we are any more insulated to such attacks than any other country out there in the world and i think recent incidents that have happened are a living proof of that a living example of that uh, and there are political and non-political actors involved in this the most famous example of that in the recent times was the wannacry ransomware attack where computers around the world were infected with a malware which sort of locks your computer down it locks you out of your own system and holds you hostage and asks you to pay ransom in the form of bitcoins before the hackers give you the decryption key and even that it's not foolproof there is no guarantee that even if you pay the ransom uh, you would be able to salvage your laptop or computer or whatever it may be when it comes to business impact i know of at least one multi-million dollar ad agency which shut their offices out for a good five days including working days so absolutely absolutely i think it is a big big area of concern for boardrooms across corporate entities in india we spoke to adi godrej the chairman of the godrej group which makes everything from lockers and locks to uh, soaps and even you know builds homes for people and cons- other consumer products and as uh, mr godrej himself mentions uh, in today's day and age protecting your digital systems is perhaps as important if not more important than protecting your physical assets such as your factories and other manufacturing installations the basics are the same right i mean if you have a door and you have valuables behind that door uh, you need to put a lock on it whether it's in the physical world or it's in the digital world but the difference here avik is that you have a door and it will take care of the valuables inside but when you have let's say 5000 employees even one of them clicks on a link from an unknown unknown source like it did happen in bank of india that you start your article with suddenly you have a few million dollars vanishing out of thin air yeah so the, i think the union bank of india example that you're citing is one of the a uh, very illustrious examples of what can go wrong if your cyber systems are compromised i mean in indian rupee terms almost 1100 crores was robbed from their systems and just like in the movies you know this was a completely digitally hacked kind of an operation where the money went out of uh, the bank's account and was rerouted to multiple accounts all over the world but timely action agreeing and accepting the fact that you've been hacked and agreeing and accepting the fact that this is something that you cannot salvage by yourself but you need expert help in the form of professional organizations and uh, uh, IT companies who can help with these kind of things 
I think owning up to the fact that something has gone wrong and then acting swiftly to address it helps, uh, like it did in the case of Union Bank of India, where their entire loss was limited to just about $400 out of the $171 million that got stolen. I think uh, employees need to be sensitized a lot more. Uh, and as we speak, that is happening uh, across organizations. There are you know, quizzes that uh, the likes of HDFC Bank conducts for its employees to test them on their cybersecurity awareness every year. And there is a refresher course that you need to do every year. The importance of changing your password and moving towards more secure kinds of encryption, such as iris scanners and fingerprint scanners, cannot be emphasized enough. Each time you hear news about X many million user ID passwords were hacked from, let's say, Yahoo or LinkedIn or Ashley Madison, the most commonly used password is 123456 or ABCDEF. The basics sometimes are, are skewed. You're absolutely right. And sometimes it's, it's not even the fault of the user. I mean, in the case of Zomato, again, it was one particular coder working with Zomato whose uh, credentials got hacked. And uh, an ethical hacker took those credentials and was managed to find an entry into the system and found a bug in one of the codes that Zomato had written to steal the data of 17 million users, which included, thankfully, only usernames and email IDs and hash passwords, but not the more sensitive information such as a user's financial data. Because the company prudently did not, again, store its entire valuables in one place. But it's a huge awakening that companies in India have faced that nobody, and you could be the biggest of corporations or the smallest of startups, nobody is immune to a cybersecurity breach. No matter what you do, you really cannot guarantee that your system will not be hacked. The only thing that you can do is minimize the chances and be response ready if and when that unfortunate incident happens. And there are a few companies a week I've heard they, they would send somebody from their own team to convince, let's say, a branch manager to click on a particular link. They'll try and convince him that you'll get a two nights, three days in Goa if you fill out this form. And if the guy, you know, goes through it, and then, of course, he's made an example that, you know, you should not be doing these things. Uh, sometimes the CIO himself sends links for people to click and see, you know, how many people actually clicked on them. Yeah, I think that is a penetration testing of uh, an IT system's uh, own uh, strength, which companies do from time to time to figure out if there are any loopholes and how they can be closed. But also what is happening is a lot of expert agencies are being relied on. Unfortunately, in India, apart from the Reserve Bank of India, which has a few guidelines about reporting such cyber hacks, uh, which banks need to report, there is no general law that mandates companies to report breaches, which is a contradiction to the best practice that is there in the U.S. where you are bound by law to report a meaningful breach. But in India, that is not happening. Maybe the law will catch up. I am aware that the government is working on a new cybersecurity framework and guidelines, and maybe this will be a part of that. And, and are there any India-specific challenges here a week that you might have you know, stumbled upon or found in your research? The only thing about India that I can think of is perhaps because the wave of digitization has caught on to India later than it has in the developed Western world. Perhaps the cyber awareness, you know, cyber hygiene, something as basic as using a virtual keyboard to type in your password when you're accessing your net banking account. Things like this, I think it's not common knowledge yet. Right, I think that's interesting. You're talking about individuals and not companies there. You're right. I mean, if you lose your phone today, if you have a mobile wallet on it, which links your bank account to it for you to make it easier to transfer money, if you lose your phone, you lose as good as your wallet. Uh, even if you block the SIM, you can still log on by being on Wi-Fi mode. And, and let's face it, at the end of the day, companies are made up of individuals. 
So you have to focus on individual hygiene as far as cybersecurity is concerned, and that automatically will translate into companies having better systems. Moving on, Avik, uh, uh, let's talk a little bit about Super 50 package that Forbes India has put together. What is it? Uh, this is the third edition, and uh, very quickly, what's the criteria to get up there? So Super 50 is, as you correctly mentioned, it's an annual issue, one of our most read and sought-after annual issues that Forbes India does. It is essentially a list of the top 50 companies in India uh, across key financial parameters, which include sales, market capitalization, and profitability growth. And mind you, this is over a period of three years, and there is a rather in-depth and detailed methodology that we follow to weed out outliers. It is something for which uh, we partner with PricewaterhouseCoopers. Let me sort of take you through the 2017 list, and it's a very interesting mix. Uh, the list has a con- concentration of uh, sectors like financial services, which actually accounts for a quarter of the list with nine NBFCs and three banks. And then there is consumer products, automobile companies, pharmaceutical companies, and chemical companies. Uh, of course, banks this time haven't done that well. Mm-hmm. They're saddled with huge debts, and that's something that yes. uh, needs to be addressed. Yeah. IT firms, uh, Avik, they are conspicuous by their absence this time around, aren't they? It was quite unexpected lines that IT companies would probably not do that well on the list because of the several headwinds uh, that IT companies have been facing. There has been a humongous currency appreciation which has impacted the earnings of these IT companies. There is a sort of delay in an upswing in the budgets of some of the client companies in markets like the US. There is just a lot of uncertainty with what the Trump administration and US is going to do uh, with respect to you know uh, the, their policies on immigrant workers, etc., The other, you know, there are two, three very interesting things about the kind of companies that are there uh, in this Super 50 list. All of them, barring a few exceptions, exhibit better cash management than their counterparts. The other is the asset turnover ratio. It's 50% better uh, than the other companies, which is essentially they are generating 50% more sales per unit of assets owned than their counterparts. So I think these are the few things, these are the few hallmark traits of these companies that make them extremely uh, interesting for investors. You know, we have done about three uh, long profiles with uh, the promoters of uh, Symphony, Hindustan, Zinc, and DHFL, which would make for an interesting read for the investors. You know, Symphony is an air cooler company and probably the largest of its kind in the world uh, and has done very well in a country like India where not everybody can afford an air conditioner. Hindustan Zinc, again, it's a Vedanta Group company held by Anil Agarwal, who has had a very good run on the last few year, uh, last year because of the upswing in the commodity cycle. Uh, and then Divan Housing Finance is another company that has done very well. It's an NBFC that gives housing finance to potential home buyers. So these are the few companies that have done very well uh, and companies on which uh, readers can expect to get a lot of information in the next issue of the magazine. Thanks, Avik, for nicely summarizing uh, that part of uh, this package. Requesting all readers to pick this issue up and uh, tell us what you think about it. In the interest of time, Avik, we could go on for a while, but uh, it's time to wrap up. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Abhishek. Thank you. And listeners, find this podcast on ForbesIndia.com as well as on iTunes. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, Message Forbes to 51818.